Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's dumbest podcast network. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Why Am I Sad? I'm Joe. I'm Cass. I'm Zoe B. And I'm George. And we're fine. Hello sunshine, hello blue skies, hello lovely day. How's everyone going? Like, I, I think I have nothing to report. I've lost the will to get up. Um, mm-hmm. Days are quicker if you wake at four in the afternoon. <laughs> I woke up She's uh, not wrong. pretty early today, but then just stayed in bed for so long I missed an appointment. Um, yeah. These things happen. Ooh. Yeah, whoopsie That's baby. a slope. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I was like, last night I woke up like really early in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh, it's, you know, two or whatever am, and I'm like, oh, I've got to go back to sleep. I sleep with a raining app. And so, like, I turned it up and put it down. And then in about two beats later, I'm like, fuck, man, it's raining real heavily outside. And it <laughs> took me about two or three Beautiful. beats later to realize just how much of a dumb fuck I currently am. I think I'm getting stupider. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. like, if you don't use your brain, it turns into mush. So Yeah. It's already mush. I feel like yeah. our brains are that um, that material where if you Swiss cheese, it, it's a liquid. And if you hit it, it's a solid Swiss cheese. And stuff. every day we're just going around punching our brain. And the moment <laughs> we stop, it melts. Yeah. It starts seeping yeah. through the fine grate of our head into our throats. And we think we're sick, but we're just dumb. Yeah. The brain coming just, through. Again, I think my body's getting more spherical and my brain's getting smoother. Uh, that's where I'm at. All right. You're about to be the most perfect sphere. Inside and out. Smooth, smooth, smooth. <laughs> I just have a new skincare routine I'm using to get a, get rid of my brain wrinkles. Yeah, I don't want them. I don't want them <laughs> at all. They're gross. <laughs> Give me the brain of a rat. It's called hard drugs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so how's, how's everybody's wig been? I, I just... I don't even. I woke up. I think it was on a Friday, and I just didn't know what day it was until someone pointed it out. It just. We're, yeah. We're living in a world of perpetual Sundays. Yeah. Like I that used to hurts. get dressed. That's something I used to do. It's a memory. Oh. Pants. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I I feel like people who are getting really excited about the fact that they don't have to get dressed obviously haven't had depression for a really long Heaps. time. Yeah. Do you mean like they haven't had depression for a really long time in the past or depression for a really long time for a period of time? Yeah. For a period of time. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. 
Like if you've been depressed, I thought you like you've... assuming you're like everyone's had depression, but obviously they haven't had it for a long period of time. Yeah. They forgot what it was like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I meant had depression for a long period of time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You stop caring after a while, and if you've been depressed for like a year, you're like, "Fuck it, these are close enough to pants. Let's do it." <laughs> I'm jumping on any novelty I can at the moment. I yeah. um and just trying to enjoy everything, which is you know. I, I guess a good life tip. It's fun to have fun if you can do it. Yeah. Um, I've, except <laughs> I, I've been making choices like mm, Tim Tam breakfast and mm, move recording studio to my bed. <laughs> I know that these choices aren't good. However, yeah. I'm like, ooh, what I a guess spicy does day have for me. Mm. Mm. No, yeah. it's, I'm having a great time. Um, I'm moving house really soon. Oh, that's so, exciting. Uh, yeah. No more mold house. Congrats. Mm, yes. So I've just been getting really, really excited about that. Picked up a bookshelf the other day. Made sure to sanitize my hands <laughs> before and after, but just doing really nice things. That's nice. And really you get excited. the beauty of getting to pack. When it was exactly one week before we would get the keys, I packed my whole car. Yeah. <laughs> I All right, so prepared. Excited. You're prepared. Okay. <laughs> I keep getting overly prepared so i'm i woke <laughs> up this so morning prepared. and it felt it felt like christmas i woke up this morning and i was like counting down the sleeps <laughs> so yeah i'm having a great time hmm. all right <laughs> that rules cool i think i've started uh, uh gardening more that was nice we've uh moved p- uh, plants into bigger pots that that was a highlight hey uh, uh i as I already shared with Zavid, <laughs> have been doing one thing for the last 10 days. Uh, so I got my count. For, so you- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, two things. Not as much as you'd think. <laughs> um, so w- when you get the Switch and you buy a new game, it doesn't tell you how many hours you've played until 10 days have passed for some <laughs> weird reason. That's yeah. what it actually tells you. So I finally got to see how many hours I've played of Witcher 3 in the last uh, 11 days. Mm-hmm. And it was 125 hours. That's Fuck impressive, yeah. dude. That's impressive. Is that That's two hours off cutting off your arm? <laughs> have what you, do you mean? Have... 127, yeah, 127 hours. hours. Oh yeah, that's I'm slow. Okay, I was doing the average there. <laughs> have you, you averaged it per? Have you averaged it per weekday to see if it equals a full time job yet? Way more. It's like eleven hours or twelve hours a day. A day. Yeah. Oh my god. Nah, dude, that rules. <laughs> I'm get on yeah. it. Yeah, it's been a great time. The other day, I looked at my switch for half an hour. I, I didn't like. I just. I picked it up, you gotta- had it in my hand, and was like, do I? I just couldn't muster the energy to hit A three uh, times in a row. I wish I, I wish I had that kind of free time. <laughs> I had way too much to do. I've got to clock up those hours, 12 hours a day. Yeah, dude. But I finished it yesterday, so I'm now back oh, to, yeah. although I am eyeing off the DLC. D- downloaded content, the DLC. But no. Did I need to do something else in my life. Do you though? You're so good at it. Yeah. Did you? How, how was Gerald? What did you do with the king fetus baby? Did you kill it or did you free it? I freed it. Okay. Of course. Okay. Most horrific naming of a thing ever. But we probably shouldn't go into that. It is. It is traumatizing naming of a baby. Oh yeah. Also, yes, I, yes. you have the romance, and because you're so heavily invested in this romance between these two characters, picking between them, I lost hours <laughs> tossing up between these two digital. Nah, George, you've got to go the purest way. You've got to choose neither and be like, no, 
Geralt is a is is a pure boy and won't ever touch a woman, man, or anything else. He's only got two things he likes to hold in his hand: his normal sword and his silver sword, and that's it. That is the way yeah, of Geralt. Run. Pure boy, pure boy. You've missed out on a lot of the shagging that's going on in that game. Mm, <laughs> have I? It is constant. <laughs> right, well, that is sounds... like a main theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So in answer to your masturbation question, uh... <laughs> heaps. <laughs> so much. I can only jerk off to Henry Cavill. <laughs> I get it. Although I did have a funny... like. See, I was more cooked about these two characters as I was almost any real life relationship <laughs> which is when you've been playing a game too much nah. also I might have to rethink what I think of the women in my life <laughs> yeah, it's always a good take like, you guys are like non-playable characters <laughs> no 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 so uh yeah Zoe what have you been up to um I've been napping a lot and um ignoring the work that I do have to do I've got so much editing work to do and I've just been staring at the computer being like nah yeah, no, I get that. I've got like... Yeah, I was, I was like, damn, it's not around to tell me to do it. <laughs> uh, uh, Jack was saying he's been keeping his time. He was like really bored and he wrote like a, a, a half-ass script of him and Adam recreating Ferris Bueller's day off. And the script of it goes something like, um, you know, you know Zamet, uh, I want to come in today, but I'm really sick. And my response he wrote was, Jackson, nothing we do is important. It's fine. <laughs> And I and I, I've never really like it's nothing it's, spoken to me more. I've never seen myself reflected back at me so pure. <laughs> and it was just like fuck. He he nailed it. He got me like uh, to yeah. a T. I read that script. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, yeah, yeah, nah. It speaks nothing matters. Nothing. Yes. He wrote a script that's so proactive. I know. Proud of that boy. God. I've been thinking of watching all Idris Elba movies. Oh yeah, I think you again? should. Yeah. I think that's a good use of time. Again, again, but this time in like a marathonian kind of way. Okay. Have you watched Luther? I've heard good things. Yeah, I've seen Luther. Is it good? Good. Yes, mm. British dense. It's it's great. Like every time I watch it, I'm like, this rules. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> Some, sometimes it's nice to just sit in the ocean mm. of content and let it wash over mm. you. Because mm. hey, you're getting wet. <laughs> And if it's Idris Elba, she's getting real wet. Sorry, I couldn't resist. Yes. I couldn't. I... <laughs> no, you saw the opportunity and you took it and we're proud. Yeah. That's nice. Zoe, how does it feel to see your own self reflected back at you like this? <laughs> I feel like Milan. It's beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that's it. Like my life has not been super interesting. Bar the, oh, the only interesting that's happened is that I got into a screaming match with my roommates. Like a full on. I don't yell. Like I, I don't. I'm too apathetic to care about most things. One of them called me up and was like, hey, uh, the other one just has people over. Mm. And I was like, no. And so I just called oh up and God. was like, we're, we're meant to be social isolating. You are the reason people are getting sick. Obviously with much more aggression than what I'm putting out now. Um, but yeah, that was like, I think that's the first time I've yelled at anyone in literally years. Did it feel good? I mean, it felt <laughs> fine. That was back to apathetic. Yeah, it was like I was like it was it was it'll do. But the best thing is that the roommate I was yelling at messaged me a couple days later to be like, "Hey, man, I'm really sorry that you got dragged into this." And I was like, "You dragged you me in. Poli- you should be apologizing for having people over." <laughs> like, oh, you're apologizing that's for the, the wrong one thing. Message- oh, geez. yeah. I thought you were about the other one. Yeah, <laughs> no, I thought you were uh... into it, and I have been in, in like contact the entire time. 
But this, the one that was getting yelled at messaged me and he was like, I'm so sorry you got dragged into this hot mess. And I was like, what? Shut what? up. Shut <laughs> up. I, I just didn't respond. I was like, whatever. No. You, you suck. Uh, oh, my God. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So that's been my week. That's why I was hoping at least you enjoyed the yelling. Nah. That's all you got out of it. It's just Alas. enjoying that part. Yeah, I just don't like doing it. I just don't find any. I would always rather sit and have a proper conversation with people. And and see if they understand. Maybe we can grow. Maybe we can share some things. I don't really like yelling at people mm. because it's not a conversation. No. Oh, definitely. In, in terms of in terms of actual constructive like communication, it's definitely useless. But if you're yeah. feeling so angry and upset, you got to yell. Sometimes you just got to yell. Yeah, I guess yell. I've just I needed practice. Like I was not good at it. So <laughs> well, yeah, the yeah. thing is, like the the. If you are lo- looking to change someone's mind, the most important thing is communication, obviously. Because if they mm. can't understand where you're coming from, you can't understand where they're coming from, how can you find out where you both are, you know? But if something has made you <laughs> so angry <laughs> that you yell, that's communicating something, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's true. Uh, the best thing is that um, my, my roommate, not the shit one, the other one, contacted me the next day. And I was like, did, did that have any effect? And he, he was saying that the, uh, the roommate was like, well, Zoe didn't seem that mad. <gasps> <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, oh. they were all. You must be really bad at yelling. <laughs> <laughs> it was insane. It was insane. Like, like the, the roommate and I that were in contact were like, like he was like, Zoe, I started tearing up. Like you were, you were so, like, even in your anger, you were able to communicate exactly like, how emotional this situation is, this, this is for you. Cause I like, cause I mean, you know, compromise, like I can't go home until they mm. take the house seriously. Mm. Yeah. And he was like, dude, I started tearing up. Like it was, it was beautiful. And then the other one's just like, nah, she seemed fine. Jeez, Louise. We're all growing as people together. Just, <sighs> just, some, just take some of us longer. You know? Yeah. 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 I keep saying that he, like it through this situation. The, um, I just think his internal monologue is that scene from The Simpsons where Bart's like running around with the pots and pans being like, I am so great. I am so great. Cause, oh, you, you gotta have the confidence of a toddler screaming to, to not, to not get that situation. That sounds beautiful. Now I, uh, uh, believe we have a couple of uh, emails uh, that have uh, come in. So we've had a question come in from someone who very kindly has cited Why Am I Sad and Dinosaur Park, one of our other podcasts, is inspiring them to start making something that they really wanted to do. Oh, that show should not inspire anyone for anything, but I'm glad it (laughs) has. All right, go on. So they said they've had, um, since listening to Dinosaur Park, they said I had this project in them for a while about wanting to make their own freeform self-made RPG system, like for role-playing, that could be entirely enclosed in an app. So... I guess. Okay. So anyone could use it, which is a wonderful idea. So they started it out as just using paper and dice, which is mm-hmm. how they all sort of start out. And, and apparently it went really, really well. Everyone who used it liked it, even people who didn't, hadn't ever played role-playing games before, which is definitely the best thing you can ask for. Hmm. But now that they've started trying to translate it into an app, they're hitting a wall. And this is where hmm. their question starts. So cool. they've said that they've tried heaps of uh, tutorials and walkthroughs and all this stuff about coding and it's just now an undeniable fact that they don't have a mind for it or computer languages at all. 
and they're saying that this is what they're having difficulty processing. So they've said, you know, they've failed in the past, but it's never been something that really means something to them before. It's always mm-hmm. things like they had a passing interest, like learning an instrument or whatever, but they're really having trouble moving past this brick wall. And they said, look, I know that practically I could do other things to keep the project going so I could hire someone, but it's the mental block that they're trying to get through. Okay. And they just wanted to know if any of us have gone through something similar or how to deal with coming up against something just being like, I can't do this. Just a question about failure, which is one of our greatest friends in life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I hear that they understood that they could collaborate with someone like to bring someone into the project. And it sounds like more than like, I'm struggling with the failure. It sounds like I'm struggling with like kind of letting it go and letting other people mm. like take part in the project. So instead of like maybe necessarily hiring someone to do the job, why don't you hire someone to be a collaborator with? So then you can still be involved. Like, mm. so while they could technically do, they could do all the technical aspects of it. You could still be like, like, sitting in the corner and being like oh i want this i want this i want this so that way you can still be involved in the process if it turns out that's the underlying issue yeah but also just fail (laughs) (laughs) i I actually have a a couple of a broader i guess opinion on this but also almost a very specific very similar opinion uh (laughs) or a, a circumstance that happened so first one Delegating is great. It, it took me a long time to delegate. Um, uh, as a bit of a control freak, it what? took me probably, I know, right? Too, too, too long to, to learn to just let go. And I, and I get it. I understand Like this might be like a pet project of yours, something you really want, that you kind of just want to do it all yourself. Hmm. But there are certain things in life that maybe you're not qualified to do or that you are not good at doing. So... Learning how to delegate is a great thing. So I'll take editing as a good example. Like I used to edit everything that our company produced. So everything that was out, it was me. So that is very time consuming. And it took me way too long to realize that, hey, this is something that, you know, say Jack, JD, Zoe, other people can do. Picking me was a bad choice, but... (laughs) Sure. <laughs> so it took me way too long to, to realize that and way too long to give up. On the other side of things, say, for example, uh, cover art or all the art that we have for our website and all the art we have for our um, shows. Now, I am not an artist, but I have a good artist friend. So it's very easy for me to then be like, hey, this is what I want and get, I can't do this, can you do it? Now, I, I can dabble in Photoshop, I can dabble in Illustrator, I have in the past. And it got to a point or like sometimes, you know, little projects got to a point where I'm like, yes, I can do this but it'll take me three weeks to do what you can do in an hour. So why the hell am I doing this? <laughs> it, it is so much easier just to give up and get and hire mm. someone else. I also think it's great when you could tell. Yeah. When you can oh, tell yeah. you suck at it. Mm. It's so yes. freeing. You're like, sweet as. This is not an option for me at all. i got to get <laughs> someone else involved. Like it's. It's such mm. a good thing, like, is it to be clear cut? Oh, no, nah, this isn't for me. So just banks get on someone else. I hum yeah. to f- find those things and be like, all right, no, nah, I can't do this. Got to get someone else involved. This skill set yeah. is and beyond I, me. I think it's always that idea that they always say, like, oh, why am I paying you, you know, a hundred bucks to do something for ten minutes? It's like all those hours of work that came in beforehand, which has mm-hmm. been able to get you to do it in ten minutes. Exactly. Like you're paying mm-hmm. someone else for their their skill, their knowledge, their 
if if you really wanted to, if this guy really, really wanted to, he could learn to code, you know, like he could go to school and do all this and he might not be the best at it, but he could learn how to do it. But like Zamet said, like if you're delegating to someone who knows more than you, you're more likely to get a better product. Mm. Like mm-hmm. you're going to get a better end result than he, than if you tried to do it yourself. Because I'm, yeah. I'm so not tech savvy at all. <laughs> At all. Computers are for Facebook, Netflix, and Sims. Like, <laughs> the Holy yeah. Trinity. And, yeah, the Holy Trinity, the Mother, the Son, the Holy Spirit. But, yeah, like, it just isn't my thing. And, and I'm, I'm really, t- yeah, not tech savvy, not good with cameras as well. And which is very funny being, being a director, like, not being able to know what a camera does, but knowing that I can just delegate that to someone else. Because mm. I could sit there, I could learn, I could do it. But, I also could just delegate it to someone else. And then it also it's good to have someone to bounce off as well. Yeah. I know for um for me having done creative projects, like a fair few, one of the most rewarding things is the whole collaboration process. Like uh, it's always right having your be able being able to bounce your ideas off of someone and being able to work with someone. I find that so rewarding in any form of collaboration. Like and it, I completely get like it feels so good to do something completely yourself. But there's a really beautiful side to collaboration where it's like all these people with different perspectives and different ideas and different skills, you mm-hmm. get to make something that's better than what any of you could produce individually. And that's so cool to make something wonderful. I don't think this person is quite being fair on themselves because they're framed when they've emailed us, they've said, I just need, I'm trying to deal with the failure of not being able to do something after describing a really successful way that they have created their own (laughs) role-playing system from scratch. Like, and I think that it's like, if you, if you're wanting to develop skills, uh, there's an argument for, you know, trying to, you know, jack of all trades or whatever. But if you are able to have a really built up great skill of creating role-playing games and someone else helps you with the technical side of it, then together you make something that is brilliant. It's, Making mm. if you manage to hire someone or collaborate with them, and their their skill set is in making something that's really user accessible and user friendly, then you're going to make something that so many more people are going to be able to see. Mm. And yeah, if you if you want to put in the time and effort to try different learning methods of computer coding and language, I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could instead of doing online tutorials, see if you could find a teacher, because that usually changes the way you learn things anyway. But I don't know. It sounds like you've got a great skill going. Just collab yeah. and build on it. Yeah. That said, um, so a uh, couple yes. of things Does I want to touch control upon. Control freaks <laughs> swooping in. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so you've, made, you've made role-playing system um, that works as a as pen and paper, as, a, as, 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 as people can play it. So why don't you make that as something that people can just purchase, download. Um, you know, you can charge a couple bucks or whatever it is that you want to do with that. And then try and build up a reserve to then maybe later on the down the track make an app out of it. Ah, now, businessman. Um, because so we we do have we have a subscription model in term in this network. It's uh, the Sandspans Plus uh, is what we have. And for the longest time, I wanted to make an app because RSS feeds are the bane of my existence. Sometimes <laughs> it's a very archaic, frustrating bit of tech that we have to deal with in the podcast world. And so we rely on private RSS feeds for all the content that we have on the Sandspans Plus website. That can be very, very frustrating, especially for people who aren't tech savvy. And it can also be very frustrating for people who are tech savvy. For some Mm. reason, the podcast app 
or anything you click with RSS feed for a long time on Macs opened up the news app for some fucking reason. I don't fucking know. Uh, And that's just what they do. And it's beautiful. So that was very frustrating. And then we got it working for um, podcasts, as in to open up iTunes, the podcast thing. But then in a recent update for, for Macs, iTunes split podcast into its own separate entity. And I, to this day, have yet to get something to make that work. When you click it, it just opens. Po- it just doesn't work, and I don't know how to make that work. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I've tried researching, et cetera. Okay. So making an app is something that I would have loved to have done to make it so user-friendly. All you have to do is download it, click a button. And there was a person up um, in, in Brisbane we were in contact with that, that this is the model that they've done, and they made an app themselves. And so this was all the way back in. So, sorry I was a bit vacant for a couple of minutes. I was trying to, like, hunt through my emails to try and find his response because mm. I kind of want to mm-hmm. read this out a little bit verbatim because it, it doesn't exactly apply to you per se, but it does apply to sort of apps in general. Yeah. So, we were saying, like, uh, what did you do? Do you have someone in contact with? Can I get their, you know, their contact information? Maybe we can kind of help build up an app. And he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Did all this kind of stuff and information. And then he's like, now, with all that said, I, if I had a time machine, I would go back and tell myself in 2013, do not develop apps. And here's the reason why you shouldn't do it. One, it's bloody expensive. I would estimate we've uh, spent upwards of 100K on app development and app maintenance since 2014. They have Whoa. bugs all the time. Seriously, it sucks. You know, there'll be things you've never even thought possible that will go wrong and they'll happen all the times. And you know, your customers will expect to be, you know, it perfect because they use apps every day made by multi-million dollar companies and they'll expect yours just to be as good. So, if you kind of have a very bad user experience, that's going to reflect poorly, even though you are trying your best. You are now up against people who are making amazing apps. Mm. Three, you have to update them regularly, which costs money. iOS and Android updates break your app. New phones getting released will break your app. Anything to do with your mm. like um, a website, if you're doing subscription things like a wish list, if they have an update, that will break your app. If WordPress changes something, that'll affect the It'll break your app. No. So be prepared to spend money on that. And then for if you uh, add an app, your customers will expect it as part of their paid service. If you ever want to remove the app, you've now devalued your product. That was like less for you guys and more for us. But um, yeah, so you know, it, it is kind of thing that are you sure an app is the best option? Are, are you sure that's the way it wants to go? And this, you know, this was like you know his advice from being uh, you know making an app in 2013 all the way up to you know 2019. Maybe things have changed. I don't know. And maybe the whole kind of thing your research and development for making an app was exactly what you wanted to do. But maybe have you tried alternative options? So maybe just making it a either like you know um, pay X much dollars for the PDF or pay X much dollars for something you print out and um, mail out. And you can start it off as a very simple project. And then you can kind of raise that capital. If you're still interested in making an app, maybe do the investigation of how much that will cost. Because, yeah, from what I can tell, making an app seems to be pretty expensive. Also, just on the lo-fi-ness of it all, watching you guys, like, I, I don't like board games, nor do I like role-playing games, but watching you guys <laughs> But here's play... my opinion on both. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, this is coming from someone who doesn't enjoy doing it, because I, I think mm. when you're in the moment, like, you're like, oh, yeah, this is fun, but just, like, watch, I, I watch you guys play, video, like, board games mm. and stuff like that, because I still like to be included. 
Yes. Um, and watching you guys, like, like Adam, the mm. our DM, like going through bits of paper trying to find a bit of information that was pertinent to the story. Like, there's something a very nice about having that ability to go back and, like, you know, you've got your paper, you've got your physical touchy touchy mm. things that that really placate Tactile. your monkey brain. But also, like, if it, if it's an app, like, I, I just can't visualize, like, trying to go back and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling mm. and scrolling, trying to find, like, this one bit of it. If that makes sense? Yeah. Like, if, if you look at yeah. some of the apps for a lot of the uh, role-playing games, like, for example, Dungeons & Dragons Beyond, like, they've done a really, really good effort of digitizing a lot of the information that is available in all their, in their, their rule set, the core books and all that. But that said, like... You know, Adam will use sort of the D and D Beyond. We'll sometimes use it as well if you want to keep track of certain things. But they do work better in conjunction with, say, the actual physical book. And sometimes mm-hmm. it, it is just as easy to look it up in the actual physical book than it is yeah. to look it up on, um, say, D and D Beyond or Roll Twenty or those kind of other sort of like apps. So, yeah, this is kind of like a more very specific thing, like. Is this app really something you want to do? It's, maybe you can kind of look at alternatives if that's kind of what you want to do. And because you had such and a good time And therefore you haven't and failed. Enjoying, exactly. You had such a good time and you enjoyed <laughs> doing what it is uh, that you were doing. Um, so why don't you focus on the thing you enjoyed as opposed to something that you're not liking? You know, this goes back What's to what we talked about ages ago, like before, you know, we were all, you know, when we were in the same room together and we were talking about, you know, setting goals in terms of like the whole New Year's resolution thing. And it was yeah. a kind of idea of like, don't don't give it like a, a certain thing, give it a theme. So, like, you know, you, you want to make a role playing system. That's great. You know, you had the idea that you wanted to make it an app. That's too fucking hard. Maybe that's not what you wanted to do. Maybe you want to make just like a pen and paper version. And that's that's nothing wrong with that. You know, things, projects change and adapt. Maybe this doesn't won't make a great app, but it'll make a great uh, resource book. So, yeah, I'd look at, yeah, other alternatives. And then, as Zoe said, you haven't failed. You know, you failed upwards. <laughs> if you move the goalposts, you've kicked to gold. And now a quick word from our sponsors. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Also, did you know we do too many shows across the Sandspans Radio Network? Take D&Ds for Nerds, an actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast that I'm mostly on. Never played D&D in your life? Don't worry, up until we started, I hadn't either. Meticulously edited by yours truly, so you don't have to hear all the faff and math that interrupts a good fantasy story. Each campaign is standalone, and while veteran listeners will pick up characters, events, and places across the seasons, new listeners can start at any adventure. Just search for D&Ds for Nerds on iTunes or Spotify, or head to our website, sanspantsradio.com. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if... If we all stuck to our one goal 100% of the time, we'd all be bad astronauts. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. Mm. <laughs> I am scared of heights and space. I would be a terrible astronaut. I agree with you, Cass. Yeah, I hope that helps in what you're after. Um, yeah, like, I, I don't. Like, failing isn't a bad thing. I, I, uh, when I was so teaching, I was always pushing like a couple of things but one of the biggest thing i was always pushing was like it's okay to fail like there's nothing wrong with failing um, and i failed in your learn. class many times yeah but like you know it was nice we were able to like talk you through it and be like here's how you fucked up and this is what you can improve on failing and then when i retook the course the next thing. year i passed exactly see oh. nothing yeah. wrong with failing well now but I, he, he mentioned like like learning languages and failing at that. And I just realized maybe I don't label a lot of the things I give up on as failures. <laughs> maybe you know? not. It's just like, I'm I just like, I was doing that, that and now I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I think maybe don't like, look, don't be too hard on yourself. Realize that a project of this scope can change. And maybe mm-hmm. the end goal, or the end result might not be what it is that you envisioned when you started. And that might not be such a bad thing. And, you know, you've trialed a few things and, hey, maybe this is kind of like what you want to do instead. So, yeah, I, I, I kind of see it. Just don't, don't be too hard on yourself. Nothing wrong with failing. Um, but, yeah, maybe have a look and be like, is this the end goal? Like, what, what is it you want to get out of it? You know, the reason why you wanted to get an app is because, oh, you want to make it you know, more user-friendly. But, you know, is, is just having a pen and paper, a resource book, just as good as, have, as having that? You know, mm. or hey, could yeah. you convert this into a card game, or could you convert this into a board game, or could you convert it into all kinds of numerous other things that aren't an app and don't rely on you being so tech savvy? That said, if you wanted to make this into an app, still contact people that have done this before or who are you know, specialty is to design an app because I would then look at hiring them for their services. Because, yeah, yeah. You, you could be, you know, uh, hit your head against the wall to make a thing, but think of the arsake that it involves. Oh. Your time's more valuable. And you're just not going to even imagine it. I, know. I remember once when, um, so back when I was a teenager, my, my father redid the floor of our house and he put down like a floating floorboard <laughs> and he did it all himself. We could have paid someone to get it done, but, you know, my dad, in true wog fashion, was like, no, we can do it ourselves, so I'm going to do it ourselves. 
I watched an, a, a fully grown man, an adult man, a father figure, uh, yeah. my actual father, almost have a breakdown and cry because our tiny Jack Russell grabbed a tiny bit of wood that my dad was using to prop up one of the boards to make sure that it was all kind of in check. The dog, he just grabbed that bit of wood and ran away with it and wouldn't return it for the longest time. And I watched this man have a breakdown because that was what was holding this floor together and he just needed it and he would have been done. It wasn't just this floor getting held together by it. No, no, it wasn't. Uh, So... I always think about that moment whenever whenever it was like, hey, maybe I don't need to be the one doing this thing. Maybe I can just pay someone else to do it. Yeah. Isn't that great? I mean, imagine doing stuff. All I'm trying to do is find <laughs> less stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> Especially technical programming. That's so complicated. Mm. Mm. I would also, it's, just not, it's not, it, it might not be like if, if you're a novice at, app writing like it might just not be doing justice to the project because the project sounds really good Hmm. you know and sometimes it's like when you go watch a movie and you're like oh man the the fucking idea was sick but the execution was really poorly like maybe it would be worth getting someone who who is you know extremely advanced at writing apps yeah yeah to to bring justice to the project Mm. yeah it sounds like you've got a great thing going you might like it can be improved with collaboration well, yeah, I hope that helps you out uh, in some way, shape, or form. Um, so, yeah, so good, good luck and let, let us know how it goes out. And, yeah, if, if you do decide to make that you know, an app, uh, yeah, let, let us know. I'd love to check it out. Or if you decide to be, hey, let's just make this a resource book. Likewise. Next question. Okay, so we have another email that's come in. They've written in to say that they've been in a stable relationship for a year now and their partner's amazing and they adore them, but their partner's depression and anxiety has meant that they don't, want to see them during the week because they want to be sad on their own and they say they respect that but the issue comes from where their own depression kicks in and irrationally blames themselves for their partner being sad not being enough for them so their question to us is do we know any techniques to try to change their thinking to stop taking the blame for their partner's feelings yes um i would all like (laughs) you to visualize me sliding in on on like a rolly chair to be like this is my moment um yeah weirdly enough i went over this with my therapist a couple months back because my ex-partner and i both suffered from mental health issues and what was happening is that he was a person who externalized all their emotions and i was a person who internalized all my emotions so therefore i was a person carrying two people's emotions which is not good which is inherently not good a lot of emotion it's it's too much for this tiny frame. You already had so much. Yeah, I'm already <laughs> carrying so much of my own bullshit, let alone someone else's just nonsense. We obviously like I didn't get get the advice on how to go through it because I'd already passed it. I, I it was just like it just happened to come up in conversation. And carrying two people's emotion isn't healthy, isn't good for anyone involved. So the idea is probably to communicate and and have a discussion to be like okay i feel like i'm taking on this i'm not only taking on like the like and i love and respect you know the the distance that you have asked from me but then when i need to be able i need to be able to reach out during the week as well to get my anxiety and depression like help with that so i would just start with communicating with your partner 
Other things you can do is one of the techniques that I like to use is, would you say this to your best friend? Hmm. And I like to imagine best friend Christina, um, but you all have different best friends. And all the stuff that you're saying to yourself, would you say that to the person you you love? You know, so when you're having that internal monologue that is like, this is your fault, you're worthless, blah, 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 kind of change the narrative to be like, okay, either would I vocalize this from my mouth to someone I really cared about, or if someone that I really cared about came to me with this problem, what's the advice I would give them? You treat yourself like you are someone that you are taking care of for your partner. Like if your partner came up and said, I'm thinking all these things about myself, what advice, like, do you give me? Take that advice. And then, yeah, there's also pairing it with, like, would I just visu- like physically vocalize this from my mouth to another person? If not, then you can reason, like, hey, that's a pretty mean thing to say to someone else, so why am I saying it to myself? Pretty good that advice. That is very good advice, yes. Yeah. I, I found that, yeah, trying to, and obviously really different situations, but trying to treat yourself like a friend and like making a conscious effort to do that is one of the nicest things you can do for yourself because Mm -hmm. you know why would you say that to another person and I know I do this to my friends all the time where they're like oh this that and I'm like if I came to you with this would you let me tell you that (laughs) they're like no (laughs) no (laughs) I think I've said that before yeah 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 that feels very familiar (laughs) (laughs) boys any anything or did I nail it? I think um, you nailed it. I I, I got nothing you. else to add. You that is you got good advice. You good advice from None. like a professional. Who am I? I'm a man yeah. who didn't get dressed this morning. Yeah, I keep wondering, like putting my own thing, like as in even because I love I love timers and schedules and things like that as a excuse to do stuff. So like, but again, I don't got no clue if this is actually legit because I haven't gone through this kind of experience, mm. but. Being like, oh, contact you during the week. And you're like, well, actually, Tuesday 3 and Thursday 3, I can contact you the rest of the time. No. And then you can yeah. build up to that. And like, so you've got a set time when you can do that connection. Is mm-hmm. that, does that make sense? Or is that? No, no, no. I, I agree with you all? because, because in, in the same vein, like my ex partner and I had a very similar kind of relationship where he was at uni and he was like, I have to study. So don't talk to me till Friday, which was at critical moments, really detrimental. So -hmm. in moments when I really needed him, I'd already kind of built this wall in my brain that was like, but it's a Thursday, so I can't contact him Hmm. because he's asked me not to. Like, you you would rather impede yourself than be a a hassle to anyone else. Yeah, I don't like that for you. But, I mean, like, at the same time, (laughs) I mean, I'm not not saying, like, there has to be some sort of – barrier there as well though for the other person to be able to function in their own way right so you've got to try to find that middle ground and you're like exactly the whole week's too long but like how about on wednesday or twice the week and but like really established like does that make sense or is that like i I think scenario yeah i think if that works for them then that's a really good compromise to be like okay weekends and wednesday that's your middle point and we can touch base on wednesday also just to play armchair psychologist being sad by yourself probably isn't like the most healthy. I know that's not what we're like the question that was asked, but maybe mm. just like a little bit of thought on that as well. I just wanted to add like in your email, you 
uh, this person did say that they knew that their thoughts were irrational. I'd say if you're not already seeing someone, uh, go see someone because mm-hmm. having irrational thoughts doesn't stop them from happening. Uh, look, therapy is the best way to deal with that because you're having someone who is trained to help people through thoughts that are not constructive or thoughts that aren't rational to help you get to a healthier mind state. So if you're not seeing someone already, please do. It will help. <laughs> we are not qualified. <laughs> One of the things my psychologist uh, said to me that put it in perspective when I was having like, I was like, I don't need therapy kind of fucking moment. She, she just said, if you could think your way out of this, you wouldn't be here. And that's had such a good ram- ramification on me because every time I'm like, oh, I'm having all these irrational thoughts, but I I can deal with it on my own. It's like, oh, no, it's, it's, if you could, if you could think your way out of it, you wouldn't have gotten to this point. So it's okay to go get professional help because they'll teach you techniques that you don't know yet. Yeah. It's funny saying it like that because I've got, uh, uh, this is me just being honest now. And I'm not saying this is healthy or anything, yeah. but I've got straight away this dumb guy thing that comes up where I'm yeah. like, nah, I can yeah. think my way out of this. What are you saying? I can't. You saying I'm stupid? Yeah. No, no. You know what? I'm going to go think my way out of this. No. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think sometimes we, we are our own worst enemies uh, at times. And, you know, we could be like, no, I, I can fix this by just running headlong into this or mm-hmm. whatever it is. That is you know, I, I, I call it, you know, dumb guy brain because, you know, I often do it and I am a guy and I've got a dumb brain. Um, but, you know, it's just like, these things that you know we all do like i I know for me it's a lot like uh so exercise like hey guess what i've done i've pulled my hip this time which has also caused some back aches because like doing exercise and then i'm like that's a bit twingy maybe i'll just soldier through so i did and injured myself worse because i'm stupid as shit yeah so sometimes you know the best thing is you know leave things alone as well (laughs) <laughs> it's insane that's, that's that, just, that's um, just anything, it'll me. go away. That's just for <laughs> yeah. me to. I, to, I, I need to vocalize Repress that. and ignore. That's our goal yeah. here, guys. Repress and ignore. <laughs> don't do what George Dimmer don't does. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's uh, insane the only thing that, I would um, say, mm. <laughs> um, in terms of the what you're saying there, though, um, think your way out of it. But it's almost like, no, you're still going to be doing that. You're just getting some help for you to do it yes. better. But you're still the one in charge of it. You're getting that perspective. But yeah, but then you'll be able to do it and you'll be able to smash it. Yes, with mm. this. You'll be doing it. It'll be all you. It relates back to the prior question that we were answering in, in the fact that if, if you don't have the skills, it's okay to delegate it to someone yeah. else. Yeah. You know, exactly. and that's almost what a therapist is. It's like a brain delegate. I like having someone else who is more informed and more in charge of, <laughs> of my emotions because I'll just go into therapy and I'll be like, this situation happened. And I feel kind of like this, what should I be thinking right now? And then she'll be like this, and I'll be like, thank you. And you, and you still get to be like, yeah or nah as well. Yeah, exactly. You have the option to be like, nah, that's wrong. The, nah, I'm going to repress time, that, actually. <laughs> that's going in the box, and that box is going down the river, and we're not dealing with that for a long time. Ah, yes, but yeah, like most river. of the time you go in, and, and it's having someone who is more qualified, having someone who knows this better, because most of the time you just probably haven't dealt with this situation before. Mm. Like that, exactly. that's it most of the time. I know at least personally nowadays, now that I've kind of got a pretty good handle on, on the depression and anxiety, when I do go to therapist is when I do go to therapy, it is because there is a situation in my life 
that I just haven't dealt with before. So, and because I haven't dealt with it, I don't know what to do. But if it ever happens again, I'll know what to do. Hmm. Hmm. You know, it's it's a skill. You're learning social skills. You're learning emotional skills. And you're learning it from someone who knows more than you instead of just trying to fumble your way through it. Well, hope that helped out. And on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Cass. I've been Zoe B. And I've been George. And we're still fine. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us for some very unprofessional advice that goes beyond just go to therapy, feel free to email us on happylittlepod at gmail.com and make sure you put somewhere in the email okay to air if you're happy to have us discuss it on the show. Hope you have a great day. You're not alone. We love you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.